One of the best things I ever did for myself was to register for the DNA surprise retreat last year. It was shortly after I found out about my DNA surprise and my ethnicity shift. The retreat was a place of community and friendship and understanding and learning that I was not alone. I learned skills to manage the shock and I was learning to begin to heal. I was so surprised that many people were going through the very same thing or similar circumstances. I was surprised by the empathy and the care that I received. I was surprised in a lot of other good ways. Is there any way you can go to the retreat this year? I can highly recommend it in every way. Let your story begin. Let your healing begin. Whether you just uncovered your DNA surprise or you've been on this journey for a while, the DNA Surprise Retreat is for you. Registration is open now. Join us from September 19th through the 22nd, 2024, just outside of Phoenix, Arizona. You can reserve your space at dnasurpriseretreat.com. I'll see you there. People don't recognize that they, oh, I'm having a bad day, so I'm just going to go down three beers, or I'm just going to go not talk to anyone, or I'm going to be grouchy, or I'm going to angrily clean my house, which maybe isn't necessarily a bad thing because then your house gets clean. But I have think you, Have you, just real quick, have you been in my house? Have you been around me lately? Because no. are you, you doing that? You are describing <laughs> me. Yes. <laughs> no, I have not. <laughs> Welcome to a bonus episode of DNA Surprises. Today, I am joined by my good friend and co-founder of the DNA Surprise Retreat, Debbie Olson. Debbie is a certified life coach and founder of DNA Surprise Network. She helps others navigate life's path after having a DNA surprise, having experienced one of her own. She enjoys using her skills of empathy, understanding, and communication with her coaching clients. Debbie's session at the retreat is called What's Next, and she'll talk about building on our strengths, the power we already have, and the next right moves to keep practicing after the retreat. In today's episode, we talk about what a life coach does, how it's different than therapy, and why there is room for both in our healing journeys. We also discuss how coaching can help people navigate a DNA surprise by using your existing strengths and emotions to move you forward. Today, I am joined by my co-founder and friend of the DNA Surprise Retreat, Debbie Olson. Welcome, Debbie. Hi, Alexis. Thank you. Nice to see you again. Nice to see you again, too. Um, Let's go ahead and just jump right into it. For people that aren't familiar with you, who are listeners of the podcast, can you share a little bit about your professional background and how you uh, found your way to life coaching? So historically, I worked in what I always refer to as legal land. I worked for family law, and the last attorney I worked for actually did criminal law. I did that for over 20 years, and I feel like that gave me a lot of understanding and empathy. Generally, when people are seeking out legal counsel, you know, things aren't well, things aren't good in their world. And so I think that teaches you a level of patience and understanding uh, and, and again, just empathy. So I did that. And then just before I had my DNA surprise, I, I'd started uh, becoming a certified life coach. And then having the DNA surprise, I felt that it would be very beneficial to our community and to others. And so that is why I'm doing what I'm doing. What specifically about life coaching 
appealed to you? Because like you said, you started before you had your DNA surprise. So what kind of made you transition from legal land over to life coach land? I've worked with a life coach for about 10 years and I have found it very beneficial. I didn't work with her from, you know, day one for 10 years. We, we have done things sporadically off and on, but I just find it very beneficial for reaching goals as your life changes, your dreams change, your desires change. And, and I find that very helpful in helping me get where I want to be with life. Yeah. So you told your story, your DNA surprise story in season three of the podcast, but for people who maybe haven't listened or aren't as familiar, have forgotten your story, can you quickly kind of tell everyone what your DNA surprise was and kind of how that parlayed into um, coaching when you pivoted your coaching uh, business? Sure. So I was adopted by my stepdad at a very young age. My biological mom took myself and two siblings, I have two full siblings, away from our biological dad and told us that he didn't want us. And then once I became an adult, she told us he had passed away. So I did a DNA test hoping to connect with some paternal family. And after a few months, my unknown to me half-sister did a DNA test, matched to me immediately, knew who I was and reached out. um, And eventually in our conversations told me who she was that my dad was alive and that I also have a brother. Wow. I, this just every time you tell this story, I'm just like, uh, I mean, everyone's stories are so interesting, but you have one of the most unique DNA surprises that I've heard because you don't have the typical NPE DNA surprise. You also don't have a typical late discovery adoptee surprise. So it's really different. And for listeners, we've been trying to come up with a name for for Debbie's like, <laughs> group. And I think the closest we've landed on is it's complicated. Yeah. It's complicated. complicated. I call her I call her a DNA surprise experiencer, but we've got to come up with something, something <laughs> yeah. else. Um, and how did your life coach help you through your DNA surprise? I know you went to therapy, but how did your life coach help? The really nice thing for me with my life coach is I not only went to high school with her and was already a friend of hers, but we have been coaching for so long that she's very accessible to me. So I can call her. I always say I have a 911, you know, can I, can we speak and we arrange a time to talk. So she's very familiar with my life. She's very familiar with my stories. I'm very open to her suggestions and her teachings. And so she, she helps me in all of the ways in my life, not just my DNA surprise, She's very good to help me with my emotions, to help me use those in my favor. She's she's taught me really well how to take a time out, to recognize when I need a break, and to know when I need to do something about how what I'm feeling and how I'm feeling. So full transparency, and you and I have talked about this, but for listeners of the podcast, I had a lot of conceptions about what life coaching is. And I think if you're terminally online like I am, you see a lot of coaches like in the Instagram space. There's like a coach for this, a coach for that. There's tons of coaches. Some of them kind of border on the like mental health professional. And I'm very cautious about that because I'm such a proponent of therapy, you know, with somebody who has those skills and is a clinician. And so I think there's a lot of like misconceptions about what a life coach is because there are so many different kinds out there Mm -hmm. and so many different ways of presenting oneself as a coach. One of the first things when we met, I was kind of like, can you describe to me what a life coach actually 
is and just sort of dispel my notions of what it means to hire a life coach? Sure. A life coach believes you already have everything in you to succeed and to to reach your goals. A life coach can't diagnose illness. We can't prescribe medicine. We we generally, I shouldn't say we, I should say I. I will speak for myself as a life coach yeah, because yeah. I feel like a life coach, just like a therapist, you have to find someone that you feel good with, that you connect with. I would say to anyone who is seeking coaching or seeking therapy, give it a chance. If you had you know one experience with a therapist and it didn't work, you probably just don't have a good connection with that person. And I would you know invite you to speak to someone else. Uh, in in legal land, people would ask me, well, which attorney do you work for? And I live in kind of a smaller town, so attorneys are well known. And I would say, you know, I work for so and so. Oh, I hate that guy. He represented my ex-wife and she kicked my butt. There you go. <laughs> that means that's a good attorney, right? So yeah. I would just invite you to that if you had experiences, try again, because I think it's all beneficial. Again, I think a life coach believes you already have the potential inside you. They can help you pinpoint what your goals are. We can help you clarify those and meet and exceed those. One of the one of the other questions I asked you when we first met was, like, let's say somebody reaches out to you. They say, I've had a DNA surprise. I'm in crisis. I'm freaking out, right? <laughs> Those initial mm-hmm. feelings that we often have. At what point do you say, you know what, I think it would be better to go with a therapist versus me as a life coach, even though you do have that DNA surprise experience? I believe if you're, for lack of a better word, obsessing, if you're, if it's interrupting your, your life, if you're having thoughts of self-harm, if you're medicating in any way, shape, or form regularly, you know, if you really just cannot get through your day, you probably need to speak to a therapist. That is definitely not something that I would feel comfortable helping someone with. And I have no problem telling someone, I think you need to speak to someone more qualified than myself. I went to therapy. It was very, very beneficial for me. And I'm a very big cheerleader of someone going to therapy. Yeah, that's And that's part of, I think, why we connected so much mm-hmm. is because you do see the value in that. And through our friendship, like I've really learned the benefits of having a life coach as well. So it's like there's a place for both, um, just depending on what your goals are. Absolutely. For someone who has maybe been in therapy or maybe their DNA surprise hasn't been particularly traumatic for them. When would they reach out to a life coach and how would a life coach help someone with a DNA surprise? I love this question so much because when you talk about stuff like this, it's really exciting to me. I can help you use your emotions for your benefit. We all have days, even if we've done therapy or we're in a good point on our journey, that includes, I think you and I both, you know, I think we're both feel, we feel, we're now to a point where we feel better about what happened to us. And we've kind of worked through some things, some hard things. So I think once you kind of get to that point, or like you said, if your DNA surprise didn't knock you off your feet or, you know, different things like that, using your emotions to your benefit are so powerful using your emotions to your benefit, using them to reach your goals, using them to say, you know, emotions are meant to tell you something. They're meant to say, you know, this is a dangerous situation. This person may not be someone you want to date. So I feel like when you learn how to use emotions to your benefit, I mean, that's definitely one thing that I think a DNA surprise can 
brings out lots of emotions. And I think that can be very beneficial ultimately in learning how to use those. That's one way that I like to coach someone with a DNA surprise is really just utilizing mm. your emotions. Can you, can you give us an example of that? So let's say I've had my DNA surprise and I am upset. I'm having a hard day. I feel upset about what has happened to me. How could I use that emotion? So when you're upset, you generally don't make clear decisions. Oftentimes people, when they're upset, they will make poor choices or they think they're making a poor choice. The thing that popped into my head just now is I bought McDonald's for my kids for dinner. Shame on me. I didn't feed my children well. Well, did you not feed your children well or did you provide you and your children with a break because you recognized that you were having a hard night and adding additional burden on top of yourself by cooking dinner and having to clean up and being frustrated just, you know, was bad for the family and in general and in a, on a whole. So you get McDonald's mm. for your kids for dinner and you go take a bath or you go read a book or you turn on a movie and you watch it as a family. There's ways that you're negative and I don't necessarily think any emotions are even really negative, but there's ways that you can learn how to work through those things and help yourself. Mm, I love that. And I love that example because I'm going to be completely honest with everyone here. That is something <laughs> I've really struggled with. That is specifically even that example where I'm overwhelmed. I have a lot going on. And on top of that, maybe something has come up with my DNA surprise or work, you know, or something like that. And and I'll say, you know what, let's just go get Freddy's tonight, you know, and we'll mm -hmm. just do that or McDonald's. Right. And and then I will feel very guilty about, you know, heating up bagel bites for my kids for dinner instead of cooking them like this super nutritious home cooked meal. And my husband is really good about going, give yourself a break. It's fine. Like he is great for that. But I'm not, I am my own worst critic when it comes to those things. So that specific example is actually really powerful to me because you're right. Sometimes there's there's multiple ways to look at things and the benefits right. that it provides. Like, is McDonald's like the healthiest food? Probably not. But if it saves your mental health for a day, like that's good. Right. Absolutely. And your children are probably like, yay, mom got us McDonald's. They don't know that you're getting McDonald's necessarily because you're having a bad day, right? They're extremely happy because they probably wanted French fries. Let's be honest. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. So let's look at the the flip side. I know, you know, DNA surprises can be traumatic. They can cause those really upset sort of, you know, not to label, but sort of quote negative feelings. Mm -hmm. But sometimes there's really positive feelings excitement about embarking on new relationships with found family members if they're receptive. How would you leverage that emotion to build upon a strength? So for myself, when I had my DNA surprise, um, I found my biological father who I always knew was out there. So it was a little bit different for me than other people's experiences. But there was what I called the honeymoon phase. So probably like for the first year, I constantly thought about what ifs? I constantly was, you know, getting to know my family. I just, there was not a day that went by that I didn't send my new sister an email or it was just this euphoria. And once I started to come down from that euphoria, that's when I started to experience the more negative emotions, you know, when mm. some anger set in and those kinds of things. It's not an even path. You know, DNA surprise is not, you're not going to start and end and, and have this even experience 
the outside world will say things possibly and your friends will say things possibly. We, every one of us has gotten that. Well, why do you care? Your dad's still your dad. It's not that big of a deal. You know, we, we get those things. Again, not an even path, not a even killed thing. And that's when even the positive side of it can be a challenge. Yeah, that's really true. Do you help people navigate as they make those new connections and are trying to figure out how do I reach out? Maybe dealing with with whatever the fallout is, positive or negative, as a result of those newfound relationships. Is that something that you support people with? Absolutely, if that's something that they're interested in. Uh, I did help a girl who had connected with her biological mom. She was adopted, and she was so excited that she could not envision anything but a happy ending. And thankfully mm-hmm. for her, it was. <laughs> At least as yeah. far as her mother was concerned, there's some some different experiences with her biological father. Um, but I do try to advise people that it might not be what you're hoping for. And yeah. and again, you know, that's, that could be going back to a therapist as well. I can guide people along with things, but trauma is trauma. And I think that if you have a really traumatic experience and something that really, you know, flips your life upside down, it's probably a therapist. Yeah. That you need to see. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Now you are the final facilitator at the DNA Surprise Retreat, which is coming up very soon. If anyone's listening to this in real time, we're just about a month away, a little less than a month away. And you are going to facilitate a session on what's next. So attendees are going to learn all of these great skills, going to learn so much about their emotions. And then you're taking it home at the very end, using a lot of the skills that you have as a life coach. So can you talk a bit about what your session will be about? Yes. So I am going to talk about building on our strengths, identifying our strengths and building on those, and then using those in our favor. I'm really excited to be last because I feel like I'm going to pay attention to what other people uh, speak about, teach us about. And I can wrap all that up in a really pretty package and send our guests away, you know, feeling good about things and just, uh, again, kind of what to do with your emotions and how identifying and using your strengths can be beneficial to you in not only your DNA surprise, but everyday life. I love this topic because, and and even going back to the McDonald's, you can tell I'm like still thinking about that because (laughs) (laughs) maybe it's, maybe that hit home for me this week. Um, But there's so much compassion in what you're talking about, compassion for yourself and being proud of yourself and like just recognizing what you are bringing to the table and how that can help you move forward. So again, kind of in this DNA surprise realm, can you give an example of how someone might identify a strength that they have and then how they can use that to move forward in their DNA surprise process? I think it's really easy for people to see what they're not good at, right? You go, oh, I'm not a, I'm not a good mom. I made McDonald's for dinner. But I think in general, you don't feel that way until something happens that sort of rocks your world, right? You can be chugging along. You're so good. You made dinner six nights in a row, but on the seventh night, you need a break. And now you're, now you're suddenly a terrible mother. When you identify your strengths, when you say, you know what, I really am a good mom and here's 10 reasons why I am. I really am a good daughter and here's 10 reasons why I am. 
I really did have a challenging childhood and it's okay for me to feel like I had a challenging childhood. So when you can recognize that, yes, things are going to happen, they're going to pop up and kind of slap you in the face, but here's all the good things that I've learned about myself that I can celebrate. It makes those trying times a little bit easier. Mm, Yeah. What are you most looking forward to about the DNA Surprise Retreat? Gosh, we've worked really hard. I'm going to toot our horn for sure. We've worked really hard. We've got, and I, when I say we, Alexis mostly got us some amazing facilitators. We're going to have yummy food. We're going to bring our community together in a loving environment. I'm just excited to be among, you know, these people and share this time and make new friends and, you know, be a little bit on vacation, even though it's going to be a little bit of a working vacation for me, it'll still be nice. Um, as we know, it's in Tucson, Arizona. I live in Idaho. I told Alexis before we got on the recording, I can look out my window and still see snow. I'm a little <laughs> bit over it. So I'm excited for the weather as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're just so excited to increase support in our community. This is such a, you know, rapidly growing space. And there are more and more resources, groups, retreats, conferences, books, Facebook groups, podcasts, more and more every day. And it's so exciting to see. And I think we're both just so honored and excited to be part of that growth. And we're really looking forward to uh, seeing everyone in Tucson in May. Debbie has graciously uh, decided to make a very special offer to listeners of the podcast. So I'm going to let you speak to that. Uh, what 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 do listeners have in store if they'd like? If they want to just reach out to me, they can send me an email at Debbie, that's D-E-B-B-I-E, at dnasurprisenetwork.com. And I would be happy to do a free coaching session. So just hit me up and we'll figure out a time. I do it via Zoom, so it doesn't matter where they live. We can just set up a Zoom call and or even a phone call. I've done that a few times as well. You know, if they're driving home and that's when they have private time, want to chat, well, we can work something out and I'll do a free coaching session. Awesome. Thank you so much for that offer. That's, I, I hope people take advantage of it because um, I can attest to the fact that throughout this planning process, Debbie has been my sanity <laughs> and just helping me. And she is such a calming presence. Um, and I think anyone would be lucky to have her as a coach. So thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. And if people just want to find out more information about you, Debbie also has an amazing list of resources on her website. Where can they find you online? DNAsurprisenetwork.com. And then DNA Surprise Network on socials. Yes. Instagram and Facebook. And um, we will, I'll put the link to all of her resources and contact information in the show notes. Great. Thank you. Yeah. Well, Debbie, thank you for joining me. I'm sure we're going to chat a ton right after this <laughs> right after this recording <laughs> yeah. ends. We are deep in finalizing retreat plans, but we really hope that you will join us May 4th through the 7th, and you can register at dnasurpriseretreat.com. Thanks again, Debbie. Thank you. Thanks again to Debbie for joining me. If this conversation resonated with you, we hope you'll join us May 4th through the 7th in Tucson, Arizona, for the DNA Surprise Retreat. Registration closes April 21st, but there's still time to reserve your space at dnasurpriseretreat.com. See you soon. <laughs>